Welcome, everyone, to another installment of the BC Counselor's Legal Brief, the legal podcast that provides easy-to-understand information about estate and business planning to help you, your family, and your business. And now, the jovial gents of jurisprudence, Mike Betts and Spencer Chaffin. Hey guys, it's Mike Betts with BC Counselors at Law. I'm sitting next to Spencer Chafin, uh, my taller and more handsome uh, partner in this wonderful thing we call the practice of law. How are you doing, Spencer? I'm I'm doing good. I'll pay you that twenty bucks for saying that. Thank you. Later. I needed it. <laughs> so um, the last the last few uh, podcasts we we kind of did a case study on a famous painter, Bob Ross, and kind of did a a, a second episode to follow up on one of the legal issues in that case. And we're now, that's a lot of, that's a lot of kind of intellectual property tied with business planning, whatever. We're going to go to another uh, it's not really a case study, but an industry-specific concept. And I want to talk about business planning and estate planning in the cannabis industry, specifically Oklahoma. So north of the border. North of the border. So Texas doesn't have it yet. I suspect if it ever uh, happens, it'll be similar with restrictions oh, on ownership. I'm just surprised it hasn't happened yet for the fact of Texas and Oklahoma are like competing siblings. Whoever does something, the other will follow real fast behind it and try and one-up them. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. In Texas, historically, and I'm an Okie through and through, but Texas, historically, has Oklahoma's number, not the University of Texas. Well, in total wins and losses. See, I'm always going to be intellectually honest with everybody. I get it. We have more national championships and more prestige, but Texas does have, I guess, more wins, technically. So. Uh But- do those wins accumulate championships? They haven't. How about, historically. How about Heisman winners? They haven't historically. Oh. Yeah. Conference championships. Losers. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, we digress. <laughs> we digress. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about something very specific to Oklahoma. And we're gonna be talking about, like I said, estate planning in Oklahoma. And so, Spencer, remind everybody and and maybe new listeners uh, why we do estate planning and what the most important instrument or vehicle for estate planning is for most people. For most people, yeah. And why? So, so, so estate planning is for everyone. It's not just the uber wealthy. Um, and so what estate planning is is making sure you have – your wishes written out in some form or fashion of, hey, if I'm incapacitated or when I die, because you will die, that's, there's no going around that. Um, it's who will get your assets? Who will they go to? How will they receive them? Things of that nature. Now, there's a different couple tools that you can use, uh, most notably a last will and testament or a revocable or living trust. And, and with the revocable or living trust, we, we as a firm highly recommend those uh, for many different reasons. But even for the what we'll call regular Joes, they're very, very beneficial for the fact of they can avoid court. And with that becomes privacy, 
when distributions happen, whoever the beneficiaries are, things of that nature, uh, it's private. Distributions can also be more expedient because you're not waiting for a judge to approve a distribution. Uh, and so it's it can be very, very helpful uh, in passing your assets down in a timely manner and, as I mentioned, private manner. Good. I agree 100%. So summarize that in a practical application. If you own a small business and or you own even a piece of real estate, all of that stuff is going to go through probate. You can't avoid that. Which is court. And that's court. Probate is court. You know court. That's the right way to put it. And it can be a public thing. You don't want to screw with any of that. What you want to do is try to avoid it. So we like trusts because it avoids that expense, keeps things private, and trusts really aren't that expensive. We think about it for rich people, Spencer said. No, ordinary people like us can do it. And we can feel very fancy about it, but we can have something that actually puts dollars in your survivor's pockets down the road. And so a little bit of planning will save a whole lot. So that's kind of the summary on trust. So if you're Uh, doing things the way we would like for you to be doing them, you have a trust. And you also are now, because we're in cannabis, you're a cannabis um, uh, uh, small business owner. And you've listened to me and Spencer and these podcasts, and you're a client of ours, we hope. And you've heard us say a thousand times, anything that you do, put it in the name of your trust. If you buy a new car... Have it titled. Uh, in your, I uh, know, I know, uh, you I know. Took a bad one. I want a bad you one. Bad one. But, Cars are easy, but uh, if you if you buy a new house, house, if you buy yeah. a rental home, or you buy a brand new house, sell your old yeah. house and buy a new house, put in your trust. Yeah. If you form a new company, put you're it not in the your shareholder. Trust. Put your trust as the shareholder. Or wait. Wait a minute. Now, here's what's the, the caveat? Cannabis is the problem. Yes, so, it is. So you, well, you well, cannabis. Is the answer and the problem. It is. That's true. That's true. That's true. But for those of you who are listening to this and you might be smoking a little cannabis or you just ingested uh, ingested a a A gummy. gummy. If you ingested the gummy, start listening now. (laughs) Don't wait. If you smoke some cannabis, stop smoking the cannabis because you got to listen to this. So you have a business. It's a cannabis business. You're licensed in Oklahoma. You've heard... Hey, we need to put our 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 ownership in the name of our trust. Unfortunately, guys, Spencer and I have been analyzing the the statutes in Oklahoma and the regulations, and we're not convinced that you can do it. I think that inadvertently the legislature and the Oklahoma Medical Marijuana Authority have made it more difficult yeah. for people to do. I say make it more difficult. It, it, it's, There's a way out. It changes but, your estate plan. Yes. Is the idea. Right. You got to kind of do your estate plan in the business documents That's compared right. to your trust. And so, so what, real quick, Mike, becoming an owner in any level of the cannabis industry, what are, what are the requirements yeah. Oklahoma wise? So here's what, here's what we got to do in Oklahoma. So number one, don't start a cannabis business in your own name and go and get licensed in your own name. We hear all the time people saying, oh, my name's on the license. I'm on the license. If that's literally true, you messed up. Don't do that. So if you're hearing this and you've done that, come talk to us 
and we'll help you get it right in the next, uh, during the renewal cycle. Um, and if you haven't done a business and you're thinking about doing it that way, don't do it. Form an LLC, form an Oklahoma LLC. So here's the idea. You form an Oklahoma LLC and you have to hit certain requirements. The most important requirement for our purposes. And this is in regards to obtaining the license, This is getting a license. So you want to do a grow. You want to become a processor. You want to become a dispensary. Let's assume those are the three that we're dealing with, but it could apply to other ones. So what you have to do in Oklahoma is you have to disclose the owners of that entity. You're not going to do it in your own name. So you formed an LLC. So now let's, for all intents and purpose, you, me, Pierre, we all live in Oklahoma. We're Oklahoma residents because there's- Make it easy. Yeah. So we're all Oklahoma residents and we want to get in the industry. So we form a company together. Let's use that as as our plan. And let's say all three of us have a trust. There we go. And now we all have to decide who's going to own that company. Is it going to be Mike Betts's name, Spencer's name, Pierre's name, or is it going to be in the name of our trusts? That's what we're asking right now. Right. So let's talk about the the requirements. So we formed this entity. We have to go get, we want to do, let's say, a processing license. Yeah. We want to become a processor in Oklahoma. I go to the regulations and the statutes, and I tell you guys, hey, guys, we have to disclose all of our owners. Because, Spencer, you're a much smarter attorney than me. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. What does disclosing owners mean? Because before I even got to it, you had looked at the regulations and said, because all owners have to be at least 25 years of age. Yep. And you know in your trust, your kids are beneficiaries in under the trust. And you know me because you helped me with my trust because you're a state planning guru. You're like, Mike, Milo's a beneficiary under that trust. And because you and I... We did uh, Pierre's trust. We know that we and our kids are the beneficiaries under his trust. <laughs> right? Is that right? right, right. Thank, thanks, Pierre. We appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Pierre. Which, by the way, that is illegal. That is illegal. And, and do not how, do it. And that's how attorneys lose licenses. We would never so, do that. just joking. But if your attorney ever did that, please come see us. We'll come fix see it. us. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so but but let's but let's well, say Pierre's yeah. good because it's yeah. just him. Let's say yeah, and and his better half, right? right. And it's so. and it's us. But we have kids, and you know, Spencer, we have to disclose all owners. And all owners have to be 25 years of age. Well, Milo's only eight, and And your kids... Are four and two. Yeah, they're babies. So it's like, what does owner mean? So the beauty of it is we have a comprehensive set of regulations and statutes that should help us. Right, Spencer? Hopefully. Hopefully. Let's go see. So it says that... If you're making an application on behalf of a legal entity like an LLC, which could which also be a, a and also a trust is an entity, it, it so, is. So just but in this bear case, with the, us. The entity is the LLC. You got is what it. We're focusing on the applicant is the LLC. So I go and see what do I have to do? Oh, you have to provide the name, residence, and date of birth of each owner, among other things. So then we scroll up. And I'm looking at the OMMA regulations. I read that verbatim. You scroll up because it just says you have to disclose the ages of the owners. Mm -hmm. Well, what the hell is an owner? Owner is defined under these regulations as except where the context otherwise requires. I don't know what that means, guys. FYI. 
But I'm just Legislate, reading it verbatim. Legislators trying to sound fancy. I just don't even know. Oh, okay. I don't know what context. Uh, it's, it, it seems like some sort of a qualification. Right. But we don't even have to worry about that and what a regulator might use that for because it continues and says, owner means a direct beneficial owner. And then it gives examples. And it says, for example, in the case of a trust, the trustee and the beneficiaries are direct beneficial owners. So we have to disclose for our applicant, which is the LLC, that the three of us are deciding what is going to be, what is going to own it. Because we know typically the default rule is we got to put it in the name of our trust, but we've got 20 under than, other than, we've got kids kids under under 25. 25. So we have to disclose direct beneficial owners of the, of the, the LLC. So yep. if we go with the trust, You've the question— You've got to look into the trust. That's the question. Yeah. So, so, so technically speaking, if we do this, guys, your trustee is going to own the LLC. So let's say in our hypothetical, we put all of our uh, trust in it. The interest, Spencer has one-third of ABC Processing Company. I have one-third of ABC Processing Company. Our one-third is going to be owned in the name of Spencer's trust trustee. Spencer's the trustee of his trust. I'm the trustee of my trust. So it would be Spencer, trustee of the Spencer Trust. Mike Betts, trustee of the Mike Betts Trust. But here's the problem. You might think that's direct ownership and good enough. Well, the statute says direct beneficial owner. And in the law, there is a distinction between legal title owners or bare legal title owners and beneficial owners. A trustee is a legal title owner. The beneficiaries of the trust are beneficial owners. So if you want to look at who are the direct beneficial owners of the LLC, we would have to look under the ben- at the beneficiaries. And so we're not telling you definitively one way or the other. What I'm trying to illustrate is if you read this verbatim, you could come to one logical conclusion, but you might be able to say practically, God, this is ridiculous. Nobody would interpret it that way. I, I don't do know. You, the, do oh, you want to be the one to find that out? I don't want to find that out. And I know that the OMMA and 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 some of the powers to be in the state of Oklahoma, everybody's not a hundred percent excited about this. And we've seen it in applications. Like six months ago, you complete an application in good faith, accurate, but when I say in good faith, like you substantially complete it, you might leave a, 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 an irrelevant blank blank. It would go through. Magically now, things have changed in, in, in the uh, uh, OMMA, and now literally, if you give a document to a, to, a, to, a, to a county commissioner, and the county commissioner needs to sign it, that document's called the Certificate of Compliance. The county commissioner, you could give them a form, they may trash that form and give you another form that they completed, sign it. But if they leave any blanks on that blank and you submit that to the OMMA, your application will get rejected because they're going to say you did not type the person's name or this or that. Now, here's the legal quandary. You've got a document back from the county signed. 
if you go and change the document after the fact, yeah. that might be bad. Yeah. Right. I, the, the OMA is certainly telling you to do that. And if you go to the county and you're like, hey, county, I know you meant to fill this out. You forgot some blanks. Please correct the blanks. The county, these small counties, they're going to laugh at you and they're like, you get what you get. I mean, it's out of our hands. And so is this a way to make it impossible to get licensed? Like, is there some sort of an ulterior motive? Or are they just wanting you to fill out the forms? You be the judge. But what I can tell you is there are certainly trends making it harder to do things, and we don't want kids to be affiliated in any way. I think your safe bet is somebody's going to say beneficiaries are beneficial owners. We need to disclose the beneficial owners of the company, the direct beneficial owner. The direct beneficial owner are the beneficiaries. You might argue, well, these are contingent beneficiaries, the kids. It goes to mom and dad or Spencer and Mike, in our cases, first. They are 25, but contingent beneficiaries are still beneficiaries. Yeah. And, so, and a lot of times it's written in trust of – Okay, yes, mom and dad are primary beneficiaries, but if there's any in people that are dependent on mom and dad, they can receive benefit too. So, like, if me and my wife were incapacitated, we're in a coma and our two kids are fine, well, those funds need to be used to take care of our kids. That makes them a beneficiary. Exactly. You know, and that's so, the concern is, gosh, do if we listed, if we didn't list them on the, the application, did we lie? That's right. And and, so, and then if we do list our trust on there, then we got to list our kids and we're going to go, well, now we can't apply under our trust. Exactly. So, so the well, long what's the, the quandary, short, Mike? The long and the short is, guys, we don't have a definitive answer, but we have a pretty good gut reading the, the statutory text. Yeah. You can't put. I, and we, and we, people we, are going to vilify and say you can't. We can't say can't. We'll, we'll say we don't recommend it because we have a backup idea to take care of this. Good point. We do not recommend going and litigating the issue. Right. Don't be the first one to find out. Yeah. (laughs) Our job, we're business transactions solution finders. There's other people in this industry that love the litigation, and they love going and doing that. And if you love to waste money— I was going to say, if you got the money to do it— by all means. For us, please. Please. And let us do the briefing so so we can help the issue be 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 presented. Yeah. But I don't want to be involved in that litigation. No. Uh, I'd love to make the money off of it and do a little <laughs> ghostwriting. So call us yeah. if you want to contest this. But if you don't want to and you want to go what what might be the, the safe so route. Alternate route. Yeah. Here's the idea. In our case, guys, I've done the research. Let's not put, we're going to go against our normal rule. And our normal rule is to put it in the name of your trust. We're not going to do it this time. Spencer, you're going to own it in your personal name. I'm going to own it in my personal name. And Pierre's going to own it in his personal name. But let's assume there's no minors in Pierre's case. Pierre, actually, you're okay. You can put it in your trust. So that's your, that's a new fact. So, so, so it's okay to illustrate that it's okay. He has it in his trust. But Spencer, you and I, we can't do it. So what are we going to do? We're going to take a short break, but we'll return with more legal info to help you, your family, and your business right here on the BC Counselor's Legal Brief. 
This episode of the BC Counselor's Legal Brief is brought to you by Alfredo Robledo Certified Public Accountant, PC. Alfredo has been licensed as a Certified Public Accountant since 1984 and is located in Grapevine, Texas. Alfredo can help with many different tax matters, ranging from filing individual and business tax returns, trust and estate filings, as well as bookkeeping services for your business. You can contact Alfredo at 817-421-0720 or find him at grapevinecpa.com. The mission of the Grapevine Chamber of Commerce is to promote, nurture, and support local grapevine businesses. Since 1952, the Grapevine Chamber has taken an active interest in their members' success by creating a business-friendly environment, facilitating a plethora of networking opportunities, and by connecting members in need of goods and services with members who offer those goods and services. Visit our website at grapevinechamber.org and become a part of the Grapevine Chamber family today. We're back, and you're listening to the BC Counselor's Legal Brief, the podcast providing legal info to help you, your family, and your business. Guys, if you haven't listened to our previous podcasts, we've got a number of them that can tell you about this little thing called the buy-sell agreement. Spencer, are you familiar with buy-sell agreements? Uh, A little bit. What are they? Well, it is a document that the business partners agree to on what happens when one of the owners either dies, typically that's the main one, or becomes incapacitated or retires. Yeah. So we have triggering events, like certain things. And frankly, guys, we come up with a bunch of other stuff like yeah. that we want. And there's other things that we could talk about, like bankruptcy, divorce, blah, yeah. blah, 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 no. blah, blah. But, but we're talking let's, about, let's talk about death. Like we're the, most, about the most typical triggering event of, oh, shoot, a business partner is no longer with us. What happens? Well, in a trust too, Spencer, tr- yeah. what ha- when does this trust matter? Well, it always matters. Well, it always matters. Ma- when they but, die. When that's they a die. triggering event yep, in a that's trust, That's exactly right? right. Trust is a triggering yep. event. So we're going to focus on Killing people now off. your buy-sell agreement. So a buy-sell oh, agreement buy, can sell be a agreement. separate agreement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the buy-sell agreement can be a separate document or it could be in your operating yep. agreement. Yep. So when we say buy-sell agreement, it could it's be the buy-sell provisions, provisions yeah. whatever. But these concepts, we're going to identify one concept, the concept's the triggering event. If Spencer and I want to maintain our estate plan, so Spencer, let's say his estate plans leave everything to his kids, mine's to leave everything to my kids, just to simplify it, in order to affect that, or to wife, and then We'll say kids, spouse, then kids, you yeah. That's a difficult yeah. thing. Yeah. You got a spouse... Your spouse, and then and then the kids. So that way we can play out both scenarios. That's exactly right. So so let's do the typical scenario. I'm leaving it to Bianca. You're leaving it to Mackenzie, right? Uh, and then and if something happens to them, I could see Mackenzie being in the weed game. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> we'll see. But that's the thing, though. Yeah. She might not be able to, and spouses might not be able to to to. Uh, have any interest or they might care not be able to yeah. the other partners might not want it to happen right. so so let's go ahead and just keep a consistent yep. theme on on estate planning and what we're wanting what we're wanting to do we do a buy sell and in the bu- event of the buy sell just like the trust it'll say Spencer dies his interest effectively is going to go to his wife well, we can't do it that way 
in the trust because because I've uh, got my in kids the trust, in, yeah, the buy, through, in the buy sell in the uh, buy sell oh, okay. sorry because the buy sell is a is a contract that if we do it like like gifts on upon death or transfers upon death then it becomes a will this isn't going to satisfy the statute of frauds we'd have to probate it anyway the the whole thing is we got to take it out of the hands of 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 the court and what we do is when McKinsey uh, or when Spencer dies McKenzie, or when I die, Bianca, they're going to get effectively our interest, but it's going to be a cash payment. And the cash payment we can do through life insurance. And that's a really good yep. thing because people want life insurance. Yep. And funding buy sell events it, is a good way to do that. Because then you don't have to worry about having the cash on hand. You don't have to have the cash on hand. And and, and by the way, we don't sell any insurance, nope. so we don't get any any sort of incentives or kickbacks or anything from anybody. We're telling you, you what with. the easiest it's just easy easiest thing to do. Yeah, you you want yeah. life insurance. The business can pay for the life insurance. You get life insurance, and then that's a way to make sure that you get money out of the company and into your survivors' hands because that's probably the most important thing to them. But you could do it with a promissory note. The yeah. company could could give some cash. We don't want to create like a liquidity issue for the company, right. um, and and a buy sell addresses that. But to avoid probate and to make sure when Spencer dies, his share doesn't go through probate and actually have to go to his wife that way and waste the money, the best, easiest way, in my view, is we have the buy-sell provision, Spencer dies, the company has an, an insurance policy that covers a chunk of it, whatever's left over, we have a, a, a note for the company to pay her back or the other owners to pay her back over time, and at the end of the day, she gets a lump sum out of court, no problem, it does not affect the licensing, the licensing, it'll just reflect that Spencer's no longer an owner anymore. It's only now me and Pierre. And then when I die, same thing goes to, I'm not going to even tell people what Pierre was doing right there when I said I die. He was celebrating it. Sad. Um, I mourned. Uh, you, but, but you're going to see me in heaven. That's right. I was mourning from up there. And I was thinking... I, I just listened to the, the that song. Um, um, oh, how does it go? Never mind. D delete this part of it, Pierre. It was going to be seamless, but it's gone. Anyway, the bo the bottom line is, we can essentially do what you want to do, which leave the business in a sense to your wife. Mm -hmm. But it's consistent with our plan that we maybe don't want to go into business with the wife. You want to give her money because here's the other thing. The wife might come in and we gang up on her. It's not making any money. This might be a Make her life miserable. Might yeah. just be a good way to get the money out of our hands into her hands. But we avoided probate. It, that money goes into your trust yep. because we could name your trust as the, as the beneficiary of the life insurance policy. And so the chunk of change goes to your trust for the benefit of the kids, for the benefit of your wife. So let's say let's say your 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 uh, uh, wife predeceases you, Spencer. You've just got the kids and a successor trustee after you die. Something happens to you, God forbid. That successor trustee steps up, takes a chunk of money for the kids, and now the kids have the money. So if you've got kids, I'm going to just say this. 
If you've got kids and you own a marijuana industry, this is what you have to do. Like if you're not doing it, you're not being prudent, you're not doing the right thing. Assuming the company doesn't have money. So once the company is able to afford it, you have to get a life insurance policy. On all the owners. On all the owners. If you have kids, at least on the life of the person who has the kids, and 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 name the trust as the beneficiary of that life insurance. Or if there's an estate plan issue, we can talk to right. you about more complex instruments to help you. But for most people, at least today, it's not as much of an issue. Well, when this publishes, when this drops, when this joint drops, it might, <laughs> it might, uh, is it possible that, 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 that they could have affected the estate planning, uh, thresholds, the exemptions? There's always a possibility, but I doubt it will happen because they, there's been talk, there's been talk, but they've, haven't even brought it up and like, like really pushed it. I yeah. got you. Okay, yeah. so so then yeah. so then by the time this drops, you're listening to this now, right now, uh, you're probably fine. But this is going to be the way to get money out of the business, and the kids could never own it. No. Period. But they'll have something that can take care of them. See, so what you just said is where people also hit pitfalls. Is they set their documents up once. And they don't ever reevaluate. They them. never reevaluate. And, and as business changes and as life changes, those documents got to change. You know, I harp on that for estate planning purposes, but for business purposes too. Yeah. Those documents got to change. They, they got to meet what the current situation calls for. That's right. And if everybody, if you build the documents to equally, uh, uh, equally harm everyone. I'm being funny when I say that, but if everyone has an equal piece of a of a crap sandwich, right? Those are the best deals. And why I said that is like it's 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 just if I'm getting the best bang for the buck and you and Pierre want to change it down the road, I have no incentive to change it. Right. But if I feel equally as bad as you as him, we can do it. So in the buy sell, let's oh. make sure it's 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 uh, it's equally equal. so, bad for everybody. So, so fair market value <laughs> yeah. is the fair it's, market yeah. value. We've 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 come up with an objective yeah. determination, and all of the provisions apply equally to each other. And then maybe we we adjust certain things for unique unique cases, right? Well, you have kids. That may or may not want to 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 be a be a part of it, but right now, let's say I've got kids, you've got kids, and Pierre has no kids. It's not going to be an issue for Pierre when we're thinking about the buy sell down the road. He might not want to change it. You're like, hey, I want the kids to be a part of it. We had in our agreement the way it is because we couldn't do it, right. but the kids. I'd like for them to have it. I've changed my mind. I don't want them to just get the the the, the chunk of the chunk of the change, because his personal differences are his vendetta against me. His vendetta against you. He might, even though it all applies equally and consistently and fairly, we can't guarantee that 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 Pierre would be game for for changing it. So, but, the but next why would lesson, he want to work with Milo? See, that's just not fair, Pierre. You yeah. want to work with Mike's kid. 
but you won't work with mine. Well, he, he oh. well, well, remember, it all applies equally. <laughs> I so I'm equally as screwed as oh. you. That is true. And we, could, See? We, could, we could say, hey, Pierre, See? this is how we want to do it. So you need to it. go on business with everyone that has kids. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> Which Pierre does. In, in, in reality, he does yeah. have kids. No, but, but in this to, scenario, yeah. in this it scenario, shows everyone's a little different. Everybody and, can be a little different, yeah. and, and, and everything but can apply. It shows the limitations. But here's my here's my attitude, though. And this is something that I always, I always harp on, and I said this in a previous podcast. One, we could just go with majority rule and and be like, what the majority wants, they can tweak those sorts of things, and the 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 lone man out or woman out is it stuck is, with it. Yeah. And that's a fine approach. That's that like people are never happy in democracies completely, but democracy seemed to work and it's and it's all right. So maybe that's a, a fine philosophy. The other philosophy though is let's say Pierre isn't going to agree, but <clears throat> if the company's really, really successful. And that's why we want the kids in. Because if the company's not successful, give us that money. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Bye. if the company's successful <clears throat> and the kids want to be a part of it, well, we get a big old valuation and the company has to pay them in addition to the insurance. Well, now maybe he's got an incentive to, to not work out that a money. different deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Type of a thing. So I think it'll all work out. But at least we know what it is, yep. and we've protected in a worst case. Because in a worst case, getting a nice fat valuation, getting a big chunk of insurance money, and and having a stream of income <clears throat> from a successful business is better than a poke in the eye. Yep. So, so okay, guys. Well, you got to hear us think through something. Um, but at the end of the day, the buy sell is the way to go. Uh, yeah. Unless we can, As of right now, based off our interpretation. Oh, and I'll be honest yeah. with you. If we disclosed a trust as owning something to the OMMA, it would blow their minds. Like they'd be like, blah, because they probably don't wouldn't know what is what a trustee from a – I'm sure people have done it. I, I, I'd, I'd be surprised, really, if people yeah. did it right. Um, but, but And, but, and yeah. who knows if we did or, di- or they did or didn't do it right. That's yeah. that's kind of the other thing is no one knows yet on yeah. how far you're supposed to go. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. So, so, so estate planning is crucially important, maybe even more important in the cannabis industry uh, because you need to think about how your overall estate plan merges with the licensing requirements and ultimately that succession plan. And your estate plan, in the sense for that business, I mean, you have to have that conversation with your partners so they understand, you, you know, kind of kind of what it's going to be, how I would like for it to go so we can craft an appropriate buy-sell provision. Because if everybody wants their kids to be able to do it, we got to have a way that you got to get them out if they're minors, but not make it as mandatory when they're not. And, and there's ways to draft that if that's what people want. They want to make it super simple, triggering event, fair market value, we're golden and we can we can we can help with that too so perfect so yeah questions or concerns spencer nope not at this time so pierre do you have any questions pierre already understood all of this yeah he knew it he was asleep he's like this is boring i know this answer i know that's exactly right i did see him uh drifting off to sleep a little bit did you see that i did oh okay so we are wrapping up Guys, thank you for another wonderful podcast. See you later. Bye.
And that brings us to the end of another show. For more information on today's topic or previous show topics, visit our website at bccounselorsatlaw.com. While there, feel free to let us know what future show topics you'd like us to cover. On behalf of Mike, this is Spencer, and we thank you for listening. And remember, it's always our goal to provide easy-to-understand legal info to help you, your family, and your business here on the BC Counselor's Legal Brief.